Pick the Nintendo Shack and pray. Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening says yo. Greetings, Koopalings, and welcome back to the Nintendo Shack. Nintendo Shack 116, titled Smash Fighter number 5. Um, we were originally supposed to have a packed house, so I did not prepare a thank you Mad Lib, because I didn't think we were going to have time. So that's okay. my we probably, bad. We probably still won't have time. We probably still won't have time, but I want to go ahead and say thank you to Barry, Calo, Coach Mo, Chris McElfresh, Dev, Kyle, Paul, thank you for all that you do supporting us over there at patreon.com slash PSVG. You guys are making the house party happen, and uh, we couldn't be more grateful. So, joining me as she does every week is the Celica to my alm. Caroline, we had a Smash Brothers DLC Direct today. Today was my day, wasn't it? It was a good day. It was it was pretty much my day minus it could have been my, it was, I give the day an A minus for what it could be. A minus. Well, I mean there was a lot of even outside of Fire Emblem and Smash news, there was a lot of just news like what a day. Yeah. It's like all things are getting delayed and things are coming to PC. It was just like did we all collectively get together and decide that we're going to just start announcing some stuff today? Right? What a what a yeah, day. It was a busy Twitter feed. I almost wasn't going to be here, too. Our dinner got canceled, and uh, I was able to make it. And it's good you are, because we had two other people that were supposed to be here, and they both canceled on me in the last 30 minutes. It's okay. I scared them off when the fighter got revealed. So, like, Shaq just almost just didn't happen, because uh, I don't want to record solo. At that point, just close Shaq down. Just no Shaq. It's not even worth it. It's hard to sit there and talk to yourself. I've done it on a handful of occasions, and it's never been something that's fun. Yeah. I wouldn't do it. People would start saying things about me. Like, yeah, I, I wouldn't have done it tonight. But I'm glad that you are here. Caroline, if nothing else, you and I will always have each other. Word. So I agree with that. That's good. Okay. So let's go ahead and get into the news. Masahiro Sakurai did his direct. This is a thing that they've been doing throughout this DLC expansion news where they basically just sit him in front of a computer and they have him announce and talk about the newest fighter. Okay. The newest fighter is Byleth. For those of you that don't know, it's Byleth, not Blythe, Greg Miller. That no. like it hurt me to hear him say oh that. Oh my gosh. He kept calling her. He called her Blythe for 10 minutes before actually somebody corrected him and was like it it's is not Blythe. Whichever you want to say it, bye. <laughs> yeah. So uh Byleth from Fire Emblem 3 Houses, the main protagonist, the teacher of the houses joins the Smash roster and she's the final smash character in smash volume one dlc character pack yes all right um we're going to talk about the character a little bit and i've got some notes but before we do that we have to address the fact that the internet is pissed there are almost fifty thousand down votes on this trailer hose mad as we say in the three houses fandom Josija Allegra Clark, my shout outs to you guys and all the lovely voice actors that made this game possible. The fandom is amazing, mostly in part to the incredible English voice actors that just roll with it, make their own memes. I love it. So yeah, people are mad, but then there are people like me that love people are mad. People are pissed. Like mad is not even the word. Like I think people were mad about Terry Bogard. People are pissed off that Byleth is. I mean, because here's the thing. 
I mean, listen, I I mean, I understand the gripe. I understand it. They're upset but... because it's another Fire Emblem character. That's that's the reason they're upset. I also think, though, I think it's kind of exponent exponentially like enhanced. Like the fervitude for anger is higher because not only is it another Fire Emblem character, but it's the last fighter in this pass. Yeah. And people were very, very excited. They, everybody, a lot of people were speculating, thought that after Terry, like Terry was the lull. They're like, okay, all right, we'll give you one. But the next one is going to be, and like we always do that with Smash. We're always the next one. Sure. But I think a lot of people were excited about this one. And I think that was 100% evident by what I consider to be one of the best troll jobs ever in Sakurai's presentation today. The... <laughs> The pre-hype of nobody knows what this is. We've had to keep it super secret. The constant laugh track. The mm-hmm. the the poster on the wall with the magnets. He was like, "Look here, folks." The quote, "Oh, too many swordsmen, huh?" huh? Yeah. Like, and then they show the girl version, and it's just like, "Here's a swordswoman. Now you can't be mad." He's like, "I I I give so no bad. f's about what you all think. I Listen, love Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem is one of Sakurai's favorite." game series he said that countless times yeah so yeah. it's his game he can do what he wants what he, y'all are just in for the ride at this i point. believe so nintendo picked out these five right like that's what we've got the confirmations and these are nintendo characters that they told him to make right and i think that makes sense because um well i feel like i'm speaking directly to kevin right now i don't mean to call him out it's just i know he's the one that's kind of outspoken against fire Emblem, um enough but just to use his his uh, criteria as a motive Fire Emblem Three Houses is the best-selling, most successful Fire Emblem game. And Fire Emblem, the franchise, has been on a resurgence this decade. And a big part of that is Smash. A big part of the resurgence of Fire Emblem in general is the adoption of Smash Brothers. Sure. And they are connected together. And for Fire Emblem Three Houses to not be enshrined in Smash Brothers would be a huge mistake on uh, basically on everybody's parts. I don't think people realize how, like... A lot of people don't like the game and or haven't played it, and I totally understand that. If yeah. it's not your kind of game, that's fine. But this game has such a big following that not only did it pass, you know, the latest... I think Awakening had more sales than Three Houses, but it passed the overall lifetime sales of Awakening, which was the resurgence of yeah. the Fire Emblem series. The Savior. In two months. Like, in two months. This yeah. is a big deal. And it, it was so big that it won the People's Voice Award at the Game Awards. Mm-hmm. Yep. it's so it's, it's literally just a voting thing. It's definitely deserving. And, like, we had to know it was coming. For them to not cross-promote it and all that, like, oh, doesn't sure. make any sense. Like, that was going to happen. Okay. You're very, very excited for Byleth to enter. So go ahead and say why, and then I'll tell you why I'm not. Oh, you're not? Go ahead and say why you are, and then I'll, okay. I'll, I'll further explain. Fire Emblem is probably my third favorite franchise. For me, there are not, you know, you can never have too many Fire Emblem characters. Zelda is number one, Animal Crossing is number two, and Fire Emblem is number three. Um, I think Byleth is the perfect fit if you were going to do any of the characters from, because ever since Awakening, we've had quote-unquote player characters where you're not just playing as the main protagonist. You are the protagonist, but you're kind of like a deuteragonist. Uh, so we so we saw that in Robin, where you could have male or female, Corrin, yep. which Corrin. was also a DLC character, yep. male or female, and now Byleth. Uh, the reason that Byleth works so well is because if they were going to leave it at just the sword of the creator, which is the sword and the main 
OP quote unquote weapon in the game, it would, you know, it would be the same old, oh, it's a Fire Emblem character. Oh, it's a sword wielding character. The fact that they have multiple weapons and their arsenal and they're able to use all of those not only harkens back to the story where Byleth is able to do that for reasons that I will not spoil because it's a spoiler. Mm-hmm. Um, I've mentioned in the Discord, if you're interested, go look in there. Uh, it just, it freshens up the character. And I thought that Corrin was fresh enough, but apparently people didn't think so because, you know, Corrin has that dragon yeah. water aspect to yeah. it. And Corrin is not the same as, and Robin for that reason is not even the same because Robin uses tomes and not just eleven sword. Sure. So I, you have the all of the sword wielding characters, and I get that, and I get it's annoying. Um, but I like the, you know I liked what Sakurai said. He said the reason that he made them all sword wielding is because countering, and it's literally like a turn based back and forth RPG, and he wanted to incorporate that element in there somehow. I appreciate it a little bit more now that I've heard that is instead of a just, oh, it's the same rehashed character over and over again. Why don't you just make an echo? But I do believe that Byleth was probably the best choice out of the four that they probably could have chosen being Edelgard, Claude, Dimitri, and Byleth. Um, because Byleth can use all of those weapons and there are even more. And I just... You've got the male versus female aspect, which I've always been a fan of, you know, having both genders. And I don't know. I'm just trying. There's so many different. I can't say so much of this because if you haven't played the game. I don't care about that. You spoil this thing at this point. Like, I think we're beyond Fire Emblem Three Houses spoiler territory. This is we're in a whole new year. Like, if you if you didn't know, that's on you. That's not on us. You know how I feel about spoilers, period. Yeah, like if there's yeah. somebody listening to Nintendo Shack in January going Fire Emblem like that that's not on me man it's fair enough when I saw Sothis in the in the, uh, the video though I was just thinking I was like dude if Sothis is the character I'm gonna lose my mind Sothis would be wonderful Sothis doesn't see any battles Sothis is a not a corporal being she's uh, in Byleth's head yeah yeah it's like uh, but a spirit. Sothis is getting some game time too, which I love Sothis. I think she's fantastic. Okay. Um, so if I had to describe like excitement level or hype level, I would just say I'm like I'm like neutral positive. I'm fine with Byleth being in the game. Um, it doesn't make me upset that I bought the, the Fighter's Pass at all. I'm not upset that Fire Emblem has more representation. But as I said, the Discord, I think the house leaders would have been um, met with more fandom and more excitement. Than, than Byleth. I think that's a part of it. And So would you put all three of them in there? Or I would have. You... Okay. Even, uh, if the, even if they weren't all ready either. Like I would have picked one and been like, we're going to have echoes of the other two because you still could have announced it and not had them all at the same time. Right. To, I mean, there's, there's a point to that working because yes, you can train them in any weapon whatsoever. Sure. And so they would be echoes of each other. But yeah. if you want to make it where they're all wielding all three of the main heroes. See, I would have had it to where whichever one you picked wielded its own weapon. That way it would have, it would have, it's basically like getting three characters for one. I see. Right. Maybe had similar move sets, but different weapons. So they would all, they would all wield a sword, spear, bow and stuff, but only Claude can pull out fail not. Exactly. Something like that. Exactly. Okay. That's, that's what I would have had in mind. And it's just because, um, and I don't think this is, I don't even think this is opinion, really. I mean, you look at the reception of the game, P- 
people connected with those characters, yourself included. Mm. Um, people really, really love those characters and those voice actors and the thing that they put on. And um, maybe I'm misspeaking here. You're more, far more connected to the diehard Fire Emblem faithful than I am. But I don't feel that same fervor for Byleth, the character, just the character itself. Not in think, the lore and where she fits, but just the character in terms of getting people excited. Because, and I think a lot of it has to do with the houses and the colors. You know, it's like it's like Pokemon Go. It's like you pick sure. a team, you're on the team. You know, like Violet that's a whole kind of the green, neutral, the green to go with all of those. Other and I also think but... for those that aren't doing Fire Emblem, like if you want to, so you scratch all of those people and us, remove that, all these other people. I. I understand um, a complaint that Byleth looks a lot like Martha and Crom. It's like another, it's a another generic Fire Emblem character. Whereas if we had the house leaders, not even close. I took a, the screenshot of the house leaders on the bridge today, and I was like, just imagine if this was the announcement instead of that. Like, I think people even that aren't into Fire Emblem might have been more excited because it it wouldn't have just been another sword fighter or another Fire Emblem looking character. Um, like Claude and Dimitri, very different, you know, characteristics, distinct, different sure. looking. Um, I also think it's strange that so many people that tweet. Um, I have a Nintendo list that I follow, so like all the big, tw- you know, tweeters that are out there and stealth and all that. Um, for days leading up to this event, we're talking about how they wished it was a female character. Like we wanted to be a female character because there's not enough girls in smash. It's been kind of yeah. like a, a, a undergrown, you know, trend that people have growing up and we got it. So for me, Byleth was a girl the entire way through. So mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to speak to her as a, her as a female. And to me, this is a female character. And I didn't really see anybody saying that they were excited about that today. A lot of people that's are like, oh, it's okay. It's smash. But well, that's a lot of people forget that Kazoo is a girl too. Mm-hmm. Everybody was everybody was saying, "Oh, it's the first girl in the pack that we've gotten." And I'm like, "Y'all are forgetting about Kazooie." Yeah, and I don't think anybody no. counts. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a bird. Yeah, <laughs> so. no, but I'm, I'm I'm with you. Um, so that said, I'm 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 like I like I said I'm glad. Um, as has been the case with me and Smash for the past year, I typically only play it when these announcements come out. Mm-hmm. I will totally boot up and play as Byleth. Can't wait to do all the spirits. That spear board is going to be amazing. I think I'm going to at least do the um, the classic mode for her and see where oh, yeah, that goes. That, oh, that too. The whole new classic mode where you play through all the Fire Emblem games. That is going to be awesome. Of course. Yeah. So I want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited for that. But uh, I do wish it was the house leaders. I think it would have been just have been a little bit more pop. I think you've got so many people fighting over who's the best house leader. It would not have been. I think ended that would have made it better. <laughs> That's just it. Um, but yeah, I... People are not opposed to Byleth. You know, the majority of fan art that I see, yes, it's of just the three main house leaders and in general, just a lot of characters. By the way, uh, there's a wonderful artist that's actually getting commissions from all the voice actors. She's done Flane, Sadith. I think I saw her uh, do Allegra Clark for Dorothea and she did Leone's voice actress. So a lot of voice actresses are commissioning her. I think it's pretty cool. Um, But... There's a lot of shipping fan art, which you can't not have shipping and Fire Emblem in a fandom. And, you know, there's they're all one and the same. So if you're getting in the Fire Emblem fandom, you're into the shipping automatically. You just have to be. And the majority of ships that I've seen are Byleth with one of the main house characters. So yeah. it's 
Brian loves the female bilithonatal guard ship. He loves it. She is the protagonist. She is the main yeah. character. So like I said, I get it. I'm um, personally into Demilith, but you know, Claudelith is good too. <laughs> uh, but, but I mean, just to say that you mentioned that people are not interested in Byleth as much. I kind of disagree just based on how much fan art I've seen of Byleth. And even when I bought these pins, there's always a Byleth option. There's never just the three characters. There's so, always Byleth is included. One of the things that I purchased in the past week was a um, a um, a Black Eagles property of Black Eagles type cool. like thing. Sure. I see a lot of stuff for the houses. Well, yeah, like that. That's like Hogwarts and Harry Potter. Yeah, so I think it's that. a big part. Like I said, I think a part of it's being a, like belonging to a team, a club, yeah, picking a favorite. Absolutely. I think if you included the house leaders, you get more of that. I think more. I think I actually I think maybe sure. some people that don't play Smash might have been encouraged to, you know, like there are Fire Emblem fans that probably don't play Smash, mm-hmm. and letting them represent having an event oh, where you just- pick a winner. Give me a splat fest where it's like a tier system You're where you do basically settling it in smash, you know, yes. like that's, yes. that would be great. And you can, you don't get that with just Byleth. Sure. And who knows, who knows what the future will hold. But so yeah. that's why I'm like, I'm not disappointed. I'm not upset by no means. I'm excited. I'm going to play, sure. but uh, yeah, just doesn't like my hype level is basically just like I said, neutral positive, just Brian over I- the neutral part. Brian's been playing the game. He he got onto me. He's like, "Why are you excited when you haven't physically touched this game in like Ooh, four he's months?" He's calling you out. Yeah, wow, he is calling me out. But he's still playing his Golden Deer route, and he's he's on the second to last battle. I was actually mentioning in the Discord. He got the cutscene after you've defeated Edelgard on the Cloud route, and man, some feels. I think I still have a save before the before the decisions. I might go back one day. I probably yeah, will. I went back to you, Fates twice and tried to and, and replayed it, and I beat I'm it once, do, but I didn't finish the other one. I'm still going to do my Blue Lines route. I'm halfway through it, and for good reason. I am not going all. I didn't go all the way through because we've got new stuff coming. We'll talk ooh, about ooh, that hold that. And I'm all excited. Right. So let's let's just get this out of the way. Um, so Sakurai mentioned the Byleth will move slower, so she's a bit heavier, especially the most sword fighters. Um, yep. She won't be able to jump as high. She has more ranged weapons, as you already mentioned. She can use all four hero relics in the game. Um, Every time you say she, I just want to say he, she, he, she. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, like they change based on the direction that you hold the stick and everything. The um, yep. the bow, Clyde's bow, like that looked really OP. Like it looked really, really strong. I'm excited well, to see how that it's, works. It's very well balanced because once you're in it for the like the big shot. You're in it. Yeah. But it's it's and it's just it's way more than like Link's bow. Way sure. more. Not even close. Like it's a, it's yeah. kind of a heavy hitter. Sakurai called him a distance demon. Mm, I like that one. Um, let's talk about the stage a little. So, of course, it's going to be the Garrick Mock Monastery. And there was a part of me when it was shown where I was like, man, it kind of, at first glance, it let me down. Now, I'm thinking about it afterwards, like, it could only be the Garrick Monastery. Like, that's so much, that is the game. Like, it's so oh, much sure. of the game, right? Yeah. There are no battlefields or anything that are very memorable. But yeah. the reason that, it, at, like, at first glance, I, I felt like maybe I was just let down a little is when I think Fire Emblem stages... I love like the castle siege stage, like big effects, things that are happening. And this is yeah. just kind of bland in a lot of ways. I like um, it. I like how it's literally a vertical going up from the marketplace. You're going vertically up the map, like in a straight line. Yeah. You're going from the reception hall up to the cathedral. I do like that it changes venues. That's really cool. I like some venues way more than the others. So I, I love mm-hmm. the cathedral look and I love the bridge look, even though I think the bridge setting as a smash stage 
leaves a little to be desired. It's just it literally is just a bridge as if we didn't have enough of those in Smash already. But um, but I think it looks good with the Pegasus Knights flying around. I think it's pretty. Pegasus in the background. Yeah. Dude, the, those trees look incredible. Yeah, I think it looks pretty, so I'm okay with it. Yeah. And then the cathedral with, like, the god rays coming through and the stuff. And the characters in the background are nice. Yes. I, I kind of wish there were a little more. It's just, like, three each one. I'm surprised. Yeah, I understand that making models and making models that animate completely every single person had their own different animation. And I understand there's a ton of characters in the game. Sure. But if you could have all the, the silver snow people in the cathedral, all the golden deer on the bridge, I think that would be a little bit. Or at bit least have note. a couple pockets. So it's not just like this one little group that are together, you know, like it would have been yeah. cool if you had two or three of them sitting at the table, two or three of them against the wall, you know, you. they're just kind of standing there. Um, Spectator sport. There are no, there's only platforms in the cathedral. And I think that, and that's what I'm saying. It's not that, that like the settings yeah. themselves are bad. I mean, that is just the monastery. It's what it looks like. I'm fine with that. It's just like the smash stage, I feel, leaves a lot to be desired. It's like, it's very bare, which mm-hmm. I think for the purist, they're going to love that. Like, like, let's just settle it. You know, let's do it. But for me, I like the stages because I'm not very good. So I like the stages that get engulfed by lava and have trains that come through it and stuff exploding. Okay. Like, I want the big pizzazz. Um, so, but I... I I hate the marketplace. Like I was really upset when what? they showed that for a minute I when I was watching it. Area. When I for a minute when I was watching it, I was like, "Oh, they better do something other than that." Like I thought that was the stage, no. and I was like, "This is the ugliest because it's just brown. It's just brown as brown could be." I was like, "Why didn't they just the move it over slightly so you could at least get like the fishing pond in it? Like just yeah. something to make it a little prettier. Like change it up a little." I like the marketplace best because gatekeepers there and gatekeeper <laughs> is. <laughs> Gatekeeper is the meme lord of, fa- of Fire Emblem. It's great. Everybody was screaming, oh my god, they put him in! They did. And he mentioned it as well, which was cool. Um, I'm, he was very on top of the lore and even oh, like, yeah. references. Super connected. Stuff. I loved it. I loved getting the history lessons and stuff. The history. Oh my god. Again, I know I already spoke to it. The troll job that was put on in this thing as was of epic proportions. I saw people like when they were leading up to when he started Counting talking. And binary is what's still, <laughs> you know, because me, I'm going back. I've got Twitter on one screen and I've no. got the thing on the other. And I'm constantly like trying to tweet, trying to retweet the news for those that follow us on Twitter at Shackley. Yeah. So I'm seeing people respond and, you know, like the Twitter fandom, it's like in real time. It's, I'm surprised how many yeah. people can tweet so fast. They're oh, like yeah. retweet. They're tweeting their thoughts like as they occur. Stream of consciousness. Yeah. And they're like, oh, my God, Nintendo doesn't even know who this is. It's going to be big. And I was like, OK. And I, I was getting into it. I was like, maybe it is. Who knows? Like, I, you know, I was sure this was Dante. Like, oh, I was like 90 percent sure it was going to be Dante. Yeah. And then he's like, if you don't know what Fire Emblem is. Let me tell you about the series of this game and let's talk about it. And he went to 2D stuff and it just kept going. I was like, wow, this yeah. is epic troll moment. Um, it's so good. And like, I, I especially love the poster because like you could hear him like smacking the magnet, know, you know, and like know. looking back at it like real quick. Like, yeah. F you guys. I love Fire Emblem. Oh, it's so good. What that was, was funny really, is really good. He's counting in binary and he holds up his middle finger solely on its own and everybody's like, he's literally flicking us off right in the middle of his... That's, that's, gonna, that's like screenshot and will be used forever. That will never go away. That will be collected forever. For anything again. Oh, it's so good. I mean, like, yeah, this no. whole thing was just in the no, laugh man. track. He's almost 50 years old and he looks like that. 
He's gorgeous at almost 50. <laughs> that laugh track. With everything, the laugh track going, oh, it was so, it was so um, like, just fourth wall, you know, just yes. right there. Very self-aware, knew exactly what was coming and just embraced it like a champ. And that was that was probably the best part of the whole thing. Um, we should mention that the, the, the stage will have destructible stuff. So you can jump off the chandeliers and uh, you can break um, the, the marketplace has like little booths. little booths, shacks, mm-hmm. things that you can bust up. And then like so the cathedral has the cathedral looks really, really cool because, the, the, you know, it's got like that marble reflective floor with God rays coming right. through the stained glass. I actually I would prefer just that. Like, I could just totally take the cathedral alone. Well, I didn't like that because okay it's it. like they're desecrating the church. Come Ooh, on now. I didn't think about it like that. Yeah. So I don't ever think about that kind of stuff. It's just it's pretty. So, so I liked it. And Where then uh, right there, she's going to kill you. So you get Byleth, uh, you get the you get the stage, and you get 11 songs from Fire Emblem Three Houses, which I don't remember how many songs on the soundtrack. I have it on my Google Play, but that's a big uh, part of it, right? That's Mm, I, I don't know about the extended track, but at least on the main one, that's probably about half the song. That's what I was thinking. I was going to say a third, at least. A, I was going to say at least a third. And that's a, quite yeah. a bit. Um, one thing that I really liked, just because I was hoping to have Jason on the show tonight to talk about, you know, Smash. This is his favorite game. Um, he at least talk about, you know, the gameplay elements, um, yeah. which I can't do as much of. But I really liked Byla's ability to grapple um, using the sort of the creator people in midair and then launch off of them. Dude, that's like the the craziest move. Can she of- do that to the edge of the of the level two, or is it just characters? And no, she's able to extend the sword, and it grapples onto the ledge and pulls you back up. But you're up B. Okay, so it can reach. You can grab the stage in addition to other people. Yes. Okay. So, because I was thinking, I was like, that's going to be really because so the difference between her and a lot of the other Fire Emblem characters, and to be honest with you, I think the difference between her. And a lot of the characters in the DLC pack is, I think she's good. Like I don't know, well, I'm not, I'm not very look, good. But I was, I was looking at it, it, I was like, dude, I think people are gonna own with her. The whole time I'm watching, I'm like, we need to nerf already. <laughs> Just kind of. I was, I was like, she's, she's so, she's got so Every many nerf. moves with all the different weapons and that thing. Like she's gonna be really tough. The only downside, if if she were as fast as Lucina. It would be a problem. <laughs> yeah, but, but the fact that it's a it's a heavier character probably leaves the like they're not going to nerf it as much because there's already a disadvantage for being really heavy. Yeah, yeah. No, I, so I like that quite a bit. That was that was pretty good. Um, all right, we also got another wave of me fighter costumes, and uh, some people, and I might say even myself, more surprised, more excited for this. I think I might be more excited for this. I thought this was really, really cool. I'm very excited. Um, so you get Cuphead. Cuphead, the character, like Sans, is not really a Mii Fighter costume. It's basically a character. Completely different model. Yeah, it's just a completely different model, like Sans. Like, if you have the Sans DLC, you can just put him together, and it doesn't look like a costume on a Mii Fighter. It just looks like Sans. That's mm-hmm. what this is. It's just Cuphead. And it also comes with its own music. So it's basically Cuphead is in Smash with yeah. everything except a stage. Mm-hmm. which is awesome. And you're going to be able to pick that up for, I think the costumes are like 75 cents. Yeah. So you're going to get Cuphead for 75 cents. And I feel like a lot of people are either overlooking or not talking about it because if if, if today's announcement was Cuphead in Smash with a Cuphead stage, people would be all excited. They'd lose their minds. But Cuphead is in Smash. Like, yeah, I know. It's got I some mean, characters. Like, that's awesome. It, you can't be choosy at this point. As, as much as 
as the fandom's been through up and down on, oh, I want so-and-so to get in. Oh, I'm never going to get so-and-so. I, at this point, you should have zero expectations and just be thankful for what you get. I saw this. Um, she didn't actually ask the question. I'm asking the question, but I saw she's the influence for me putting the question. And so Ashley uh, is a follower that I follow on Twitter, and she's a big Nintendo fan. And she said she was so happy to see Cuphead and Smash. She said, more indie characters, please, which made me think... What indies would we put in Smash? But then I saw some other people talking about um, that they were a little upset that Cuphead is just a character, like costume, and not a full character with a full stage. So I wanted to kind of address that a little bit because, uh, to me, my opinion was, how amazing would it be? How amazing is it to have an indie character of any stature? Sure, that's in that's Smash just, Brothers. I, you know, that's totally- hu- just a spirit. Like, Last, thank you, Mr. Sakurai. Well, that's just it. That's just it. Last time when Sans was introduced, Toby Fox was talking about how such an honor it yeah. was just to have Sans in as a me costume. That something from his game got how much such a big title. How much does that do for marketing of that game? Right. How many people go buy your game because it's suddenly in Smash? Yeah. Shovel Knight's an assist. Is that right? And You're Shovel enshrined Knight's forever. You could quit tomorrow and you'd be like, look, I made a game. They thought it was so good. They put it in Smash Brothers. I'm up there with Metal Gear and Mm -hmm. Fire Emblem and Zelda. Like, that's such a huge. So I was a little, I wouldn't say upset, but to take that approach. Because there were people that were, they were messaging the Cuphead team, like, wish he was a full character. And it's like, man, really? You know, they're probably over the moon. That I would imagine illusion. so. I think that's yeah, why they I put just, together, you know, their little smack. I think they did that, right? They yeah, did that for them. Did. Yeah, because yeah. they're, they're stoked. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. So I thought that was amazing. So, and I know. Um, and people have to understand these, all these games. Okay. It's like pot calling the kettle black here because Byleth is like not even a year old yet, according to the release date and stuff. Mm-hmm. But. Comes from a franchise that's been around almost literally 30 years yeah, this year. Exactly. Cuphead was created a few years ago and it's the first it's one know, game series yeah. with DLC. It's like, yeah, and, there's no legacy. It's just a game. Right. And right. it's a great game, but it is just a game. Yeah. But I mean, like the fact that he's giving a nod to them, that's he's recognizing the popularity of the characters. What more can you ask for at that point? And I've said this with Smash for a long time. Everybody. And I think, uh, I know Kevin and I have a a strong disagreement here, whereas I look at Smash as a promotional opportunity. If I were the head of Nintendo, I would use Smash as a way to solicit third-party support from other people. I can see that, but I I like the way that Sakurai put it. He said it's a celebration of gaming. Yes. It's just... Well, it can be both. old. There's some new. Yes. It you know there's not like it's not like an old boys club. Where I'm you not saying that I would use it to put you know Call of Duty guy in it. I'm just saying no. if there was a franchise that I thought highly of that I wanted on my platform, a possible inclusion in Smash might be something yes. I get the get the talks conversation like you know hey, yes. when we get some games over here we got the Smash thing maybe get a costume you know mm-hmm. that type of stuff I thought would be really cool. So you do have those legacy fighters, but at the same time you have. Persona 5, come to some Switch, please. You know, something like that. Yep, yep. All right, um, so I'm not going to answer this right now because I, I do have, we've got characters that we're going to go through here in a minute. So I'll just save the indies that we want to put in Smash. Um, okay, so in addition to Cuphead, we got 
Altair from Assassin's Creed. See, which... the, the reason that it threw me off, I saw it and I was like, oh, that's Assassin's Creed. But when they when they do the X with what it's crossed yeah, over they put with, Altair. they said Altair instead of Assassin's Creed. I was like, that. that's why I was like, what is that? And and I just, I didn't know his name. I well, not not to the extent the cuphead is, but it's a his the garb for this costume is a full robe and hood, kind of like another character. Um, this is the one that got Jack most excited. Really, Jack watched it. And he was like, "Oh, that's cool," because he's seen me play Assassin's Creed, sure. and I like Assassin's Creed, so I'm I'm definitely getting Assassin. I think I'm no, I'm not getting the Mega Man stuff. I can't say I'm gonna get them all. I'm getting Assassin's Creed. Likewise, I'm gonna get the Rabbit's Hat. I'm so excited for the Mega Man fandom because they get pretty much every character from Mega Man that Capcom has ever produced. Proto Man, they got Z now, they're getting... So we get Mega Earth Man X and X. Mega Man EXE. Yeah, yep. So from to, the, to, to me, it's all I just Mega Man. Like, I, I don't have the Mega Man roots, so I didn't play the games, they're, but they all look the same. They are, but they, they all have different looks. Leave and, it to the internet to get mad about everybody having so many Fire Emblem characters in it. Nobody gives a crap. There's like 19 different flavors different of Mega Man out there. Man <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they, they're rolling in it. They get everything. And as long as you throw it on a gunner, it's basically Mega Man. <laughs> so, uh, and then, then we get Rabbit's Hat. As I said before, they have the rabbit ears, which is cool. And I, I did see rumors populating around. We talked about this at E3 <laughs> leading up to this. Like, apparently Ubisoft is is uh, hiring for a AAA production on a Switch exclusive, which is what Ooh. we've been talking about for a while. We all know it's coming. Mario Rabbit's 2 is coming at some point. Um, so yeah, that, that Grant Parkhope actually tweeted out. He's like, they're using my music in the, in the rabbit thing. <laughs> That's was awesome. Like, That's, adorable. That's great. I didn't see that. That's great. Okay. So in addition to all of that, probably the most exciting news for most Nintendo fans that came out of today's announcement is the fact that Sakurai has confirmed that more DLC would come. Now he said this before. He said, we might have more fighters after the pass. He's actually confirmed it. It's actually six fighters that are coming. Yeah, not one, not two, but six. They're exactly not one, not two. Six more fighters are coming in a volume two pass. So you're getting six more characters now in the fine print at the bottom, which I saw in a tweet from Game Explain. They will be out before December thirty first, twenty twenty one. Right. So I, two years from now, three characters this year, three more characters next year. Like one every five months, right? four months something like that. that i wouldn't even say that yeah like every four months yeah so you know we get one at a spring direct we get one at e3 we get one in a winter or in a fall direct mm -hmm. and then we do the same thing next year so we're getting yeah. six more characters i believe byleth is 80 right gosh i think she's 80 insane, there's 80 dude. characters and he's giving us six more six like, more here's, here's the thing plus stages you guys don't understand how much work goes into this stuff, and you're complaining about the man giving you more options. It just blows my mind that people are upset. It will come with its own um, its own battle pass, the Volume 2 battle pass, which will go on pre-order, was it January 28th? Yeah, when Byleth comes out. Yep, when Byleth comes out. And if you pre-order it, you will get a new costume for the Mii Sword Fighter, which is the ancient armor from Breath of the Wild. Hat. Helmet, everything included. The shield, the Definitely. sword. I, I presume it'll be the same price, twenty four ninety nine. I don't know, now that we have six. Yeah, so we technically got six with this one if you count Piranha Plant. Right. So I'm. that's what I'm kind of thinking, is that you get the six. Um, 
I don't know. I mean, we have no idea how good or bad they're going to be. You can pre-order or not. If you like these characters, you, you can. Um, but obviously, it begs the question as to who. Now, we've talked a bunch about the people that we want to smash. And we're going to say it again. Like, you're going to hear the exact same characters. But just to vary it up a little, I actually, instead of asking you guys to send us questions, I asked you guys to send me who you think or who would want these next six to be. And I just picked out a few of the responses. So Ed Varnell wrote, it sure will be Dante. He wants a beautiful Joe, um, someone from Altered Beast, Lulu from Final Fantasy X, the hero from Act Razor, Bonk or Astral Chain. Bonk. Just to throw it all for a loop, a bonus level from Eternal Darkness with Sanity Effects. That wow. sounds awesome. That's kind of game I, and watch I kind of stuff. I disagree. I think Dante is still in the running. I think Dante's coming, yeah. Yeah. I do too. Uh, I thought Dante was going to be here today, but I do. F- so it's one of those things where. I do and I don't. Like, I can make a case for both. I can make a case that if he was going in Smash, today was the day to do it. Um, because of, With like... With DMC coming out, yes. But, yes, that. But also, like, if you look at the pack, right? you got Joker and Atlas, and you've got Rare, and you've got these big things, you know, that are... Yeah. And then you just have a Nintendo character. Like, I think it would have made sense to keep it third party. Okay. Like, these are yeah. the third party pack, and then you save by for the next one. Maybe they are, but it, I think it's obvious they don't really play by any rules. Like, he doesn't really care. Yeah. Right. It's who he wants and who he thinks he can make. If there's a third party character, especially if you kind of, if you don't count Leon, and even if you do, I still think Dante might be more of a fit. Um, um, yeah, I think Leon's more recognizable than Dante. I do too. But if I had... To, it's tough. We'll, we'll keep going on. But yeah, I think that Leon and Dante are both very... Uh, possible strong candidates yes yeah and like i saw somebody uh, saying today that they were really excited because they wanted to see uh castlevania bayonetta and dante all on the same stage together and i was like oh that's good that's real good isn't it yeah all right mr retro man says i would take any franchise that's not fire emblem earthbound See, you, you got Kevin excited, and then you made him want to kill you all in the same sentence. <laughs> um, Grouchy wrote in, Kratos, Dante, the prisoner from Dead Cells, Corbel mm. from The Messenger, Monokuma from Danganronpa, and yep. Freddy Krueger, which is Freddy getting in you know, your Mortal Kombat territory. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm surprised that nobody's asking for, like, Mortal Kombat fighters. When he said this to I me mean, earlier, I was thinking, I was like, wait a second. Why don't I think, hear people saying like Sub Zero and Scorpion and Liu Kang and stuff? Some, they've made some me costumes for Tekken fighters. Yes, they've done Street Fighter. They've but not done Mortal Kombat. Yeah, that's pretty much the only main fighter series. I don't think they've touched. That might be something we're thinking about now. But see, I'm wondering if it's too quote unquote mature. Mortal Kombat's a whole different know. ball game. I know, but I mean, they could still tone it down. I'm just thinking out loud. Um, Kyle Soul Caliber also I forgot about that one Soul Caliber Kyle wrote an Impa Tox Toxtricity which is a Pokemon um, Diva from Overwatch we got a lot of Overwatch stuff Tracer May um, Spyro Crash now here's the funny thing so um, both Grouchy and Kyle they put in the parentheses from the game franchise of the characters from but Kyle did it for all of them so Kyle literally wrote Spyro parentheses Spyro the Dragon Crash parentheses Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot. Kyle, Kyle, you didn't have to do that. It's unnecessary. No. <laughs> it's too much. 
plus. <laughs> and uh, Jill Valentine. I agree that I, like, Crash Bandicoot, I think, is pretty much mascot material at this point, and I'm surprised they hadn't been in yet. Uh, I, I could have figured that he would probably be in the top five. Once they made Banjo and Kazooie, I kind of was like, okay, maybe Crash he's nets. not in. Well, I, I just think Crash fits. Uh, I do think Crash fits, although I would say I, I don't like it. I could give oh, I you. I, I'm not a fan of Crash. Either, I could give you 15 but... or 20 other options. Like Crash would be right there with like Terry Bogard. Like I wouldn't even want it. I'm like you know oh. what? Just I'm good. Uh, we were talking about Impa earlier today in the Zelda franchise because, you know, Rebecca was complaining about there's more Fire Emblem characters now than there are Zelda characters, and Zelda's a bigger there's franchise. There's more characters in Fire Emblem than there is in Zelda. That's that's the problem. This is true. But then I was thinking <laughs> they have a lot of, more options to pull from. What re- what recurring <laughs> character could they have from a Zelda thing aside from Link, Ganondorf, and Zelda? And then Impa. Impa is always Beetle. either in. Well, what Beetle. Beetle? That would be something. That would be hilarious. I was also thinking Tingle, but. Developers nobody and producers wants that. Yeah, nobody hate wants. Tingle, but he's so popular in Japan, it's weird amongst the fans. Uh, but Impa is mostly seen as an old woman, but she's been in more games than any other recurring character aside from the main three. So I think she would be great even as a chic uh, Echo Fighter. So uh, you, I'm okay with that. I'm not okay with dedicating another spot to that because to me it, it is just basically a chic Echo. Yeah, well, well, that's just it. The only reason that Sheik is still in there is because they split Sheik and Zelda up in Brawl. I would like another villain. Will you? Um, Like, if we're going to pull another Zelda character, then it makes more sense to be a villain. Well, Vati is the only one that's been reused, so. Yeah. That would be okay. Um, Something like that, Girahim. Something, just something different. Um, The one and done characters I don't think will have any sort of chance. And if we did, I wouldn't. So if it were me. If I was over there, you know, looking at a board of characters to choose, I wouldn't choose if I was if I said to myself, I need to have more Zelda characters, I would highlight Breath of the Wild. I mean, just well, just for marketing it's, purposes. It's, it, yeah, it's same gen console. Yeah, it's new. It's like I wouldn't pull something unless you were remastering something. Right. Now, if you're remastering something, I might give it another look, but I just wouldn't pull out somebody from yesteryear just because I would need a reason to do so. Yeah. I also, like the same reason I said earlier, like as much as I love Skull Kid and all the art and everything that goes with him, I wouldn't pull Skull Kid either. Like you've got the mask. That's fine. Put the mask I on agree. the Mii Fighter. It's it's okay. You don't need a when, character when I for that. See, when I see a character get the assist trophy or Mii Fighter treatment, I am assume or they are done. There's yeah. no way that they're going to be getting in. So I'm sorry, all you Waluigi fans. Waluigi is an assist trophy and to, unless what they a, patch what him out somehow. a waste of a character that would be. Yeah, so, I agree. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, John writes Gino already as is Gino is a me fighter. Sorry. And then uh, I reached out to Bobby, who was uh, going live over there at Fortnite, because I just wanted to throw in somebody else in here. So Bobby says he wants Rusty or Dorothy from Steamroll Dig. Getting back to the the indie characters, um, he mentioned Resident Evil. He said he was surprised that there was no Tokyo Mirage Sessions rep. He's that's where he was. That's where his mind was today, mm. which is interesting because I think more of a Shin Megami. Instead of Tokyo Mirage. Definitely. Definitely. But I don't think, I don't know. I mean, I, and I like Tokyo Mirage sessions. Like I play the game and I enjoy it. Mm -hmm. I just don't think any of them are particularly stand out in gaming. Like the celebration. Getting another Fire Emblem character, if anything. Yeah. And then uh, he mentioned Ryu Hayabusa from Ninja Gaiden. Which would be great. That's a great pick. That's why. That or um, who's the other Ryu from Wave Race that I'm thinking of? The the guy that... uh, there is a character, and I can't 
think who it is. It's either the guy or the girl that's been in both the Wave Race and the 1080 series. That why not them? That's they're crazy. from Nintendo Sports games. So now I want to ask you, which ones do you want? What about like? Ring Fit Girl. So I was going to say that earlier. You brought that up earlier. We're both playing Ring Fit Adventure, which we'll talk about next week. Yeah. Um, but you brought that up. I would so love that for the Wii Fit person, like to swap mm-hmm. out as a palette. I think that'd be an amazing Echo Fighter. Because one of the coolest things about Ring Fit Adventure when you boot it up is how recognizable the little avatar character is. Yeah. It's almost hit you spot on, like how much better it is than than Yoga Girl. So, yeah, yeah, I I like that. So the the question then comes to us. Who else? Like we got six more. Who do you want it to be? And give me an indie rep since we want to spot. Well, my indie rep is Shantae. Shantae's my girl. Shantae has not been made into a Mii fighter yet, but Shantae is a spirit. So I worry about it because she's already a spirit. But anything can happen. Shantae with, you know, Risky Boots, Sky, Bolo, Roddy Tops, color palette swaps. Her moveset in the game is already the moveset you have for Smash. She whips things in her hair. She transforms into animals to do things. It's all like, it's like silver platter, dinner. Here you go. It's already there for you. Um, That's my indie. I still want to see some Xenoblade 2 uh, representation in there. I still think a Pyramithra Numakama would be amazing. I think it'd be good. Uh, but Rex is already a costume, and I don't think Rex would make the cut at this point. I don't know. I think the time would be ripe when you release uh, the Xeno 1 remake and then a re- release that alongside it if you were going to do a Xeno character. Other than that, I do think Leon should be in. I think Dante should be in. Uh, that's four. Gosh. Who else did we have? There's a there's a lot of older characters that I could probably go back and say yes. Uh, but geez. I, there's four of six that I would that I would choose. Oh, Impa would be five. So uh, five of six. I'd have to think on my sixth one. Okay. Uh, if you're telling me there's six more characters coming. And I feel, um, I mean, at this point, I'm not going to say that, like, I think they're going to come because who knows? I have no idea what he's going to come up with next. But uh, Dante seems like a real good favorite at this point. Like, he, it's, yes. it's to the point now where he, oh. it seems like he's missing. It's like. I'll, I'll give you another one, too. My sixth one. Sora from Kingdom Hearts. That's there's a very, Fantasy, very popular one. Yes. There's Final Fantasy representation and Kingdom Hearts is huge. We need Kingdom Hearts on Switch first. See, that's where that's where businessman Tani comes in. That's right. where I go like, hey, we'll we want to put Sora in Smash. You got to get trilogy. some games over here, okay? Like, this is going to be huge for you. You're going to make a lot of money. We're going to make a lot of money. Let's do business together. Another one I was thinking about just recently was a Bravely character. What if about like the new Bravely game comes out and they're they're just like, let's have a Bravely character. That's good. I like that a lot. Okay. I like the square representation. We've got six more characters coming. You guys know I'm going to say this. Travis Touchdown should fit now. Um, Touchdown six points. Here's the thing. I know I'm a fanboy. I get it. But I'm going to make you a non-fanboy case. He checks all the boxes in all, in all the right ways. It's a current character. You have a platform exclusive starring that character coming out. There's natural cross-promotion going on here. He's a cool character. The stage, a Travis Touchdown Smash stage, makes sense. He's also an action fighter. He has a beam katana. 
Like that's like he fits the smash way. It's also an Eastern property, you know, Suda. We know that these two are acquaintances. They're friends. They take pictures. They have lunch together. Like that's a thing. The only thing that stops me from saying, I'm worried if he was a little, if Travis is a bit too grungy, a bit too explicit for that's smash just, purposes. That's what I was thinking about. But like you could tone that down you sure. know, for inclusion. And I would be super happy just to get, man, if you could have like the Travis hairstyle jacket and this katana would as a me costume. With a me costume. I would. I would be satisfied. It wouldn't be my favorite because yeah. here's the thing. And you know, actually, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this because there's another point that I want to bring up. But in a lot of ways, I think Travis checks the, all the boxes you're looking for as a candidate. Mm-hmm. It's from a well-known series. It's mostly Eastern, as they typically do. It's a Japanese property coming right. from a legendary developer. It has a legacy. It's a fighter. Like there's a, and, and there's a lot of things that go into that. So him, Dante, when you're talking about indie stuff, so I'm looking at best indie games on Switch right now. Um, the first one comes up, which is not an indie game, but it is a multi-platform. Minecraft. We've talked about that before. I wouldn't be opposed to Minecraft Steve being in Smash. I just don't like it. I would way. I would prefer Minecraft Steve over Crash Bandicoot by a hundred miles. Like these are not comparable think, to me. I think it's. I think it's cheap. Like you're not working on a model whatsoever. I think you. Well, one, two things. First thing, I think if you were to include Minecraft Steve in Smash, I think you were making Steve appeal to a much bigger audience than it currently appeals to. Two, I think a Minecraft stage in Smash could be amazing if mm-hmm. done correctly. If you had things that were building and exploding and breaking and all of that happening at the same time, that would be really, really cool. I would be okay with that. Um, I'm sitting here looking at the list. So they got Celeste, Shovel Knight, uh, Goose. <laughs> Goose! Um, and Hollow Knight. Mm. Super Meat Boy. Oh, Super Meat Boy's a little bit uh, gnarly, I think. My friend Pedro. (laughs) So, uh, no, Hollow Knight would be fantastic. Another great idea for a costume. They could costume out Hollow Knight and it would be great. As much as I would love to see that stage, like a costume would be fantastic. Like that's such an honor um, for that. And then the other one that I will say, again, like Travis, and I think people are going to hear our podcast and be like, no more swords, Donnie. Quit with the sword people. Yeah. Subject zero for Katana Zero. That'd be really, really cool. Now, here's the thing. And I was thinking the same thing with um, with Cuphead. When you get included into Smash, your character becomes modeled in the Smash style. So a, right, right. a, a bit character like Subject Zero is not going to like go as well. It's not going to look great. Well, that's why I'm talking about exactly. Minecraft. It's yeah. pretty... So I think Steve could... Because when I think Steve for Smash, I think like Game & Watch. Like he's it's like flat from a side, you know, not like so 3D blocky is kind of what I have in mind. Uh, oh, well, I tried. Uh, it's really, it's really, it's really Travis. I just want Travis. At this point, I f- like Dante, I feel like Travis is now missing. Whereas before yeah. it became a wishful thinking thing, now I'm like, really? Like, who else? Yeah. Who, who's better? <laughs> yeah. I I couldn't I know it's not as popular. I'm not talking about from a series side or franchise. I can make the argument that I think Travis fits better than Leon 
like like just in terms of all the things that are going for it versus mm-hmm. Resident Evil. So like at this point, I just feel like he's missing out. Like now he's just doesn't make any sense. He's not there. Um. So Brett asks, now that we know all five, do you think the fighter pass is worth the price? Yes. It's always worth the price. I agree. Are you also going to pre-order the new one? Yep. I am too. So I didn't like Terry Bogard is my least favorite of the five. I agree. Everyone else, I'm really happy that they're there. Some I'm like really excited. Joker, I'm really excited he's in. Um, I think Banjo-Kazooie, great addition. Yeah. And the other ones are, I think, fitting. So mm-hmm. Terry Bogard's the only one that I'd want to get rid of, but we also got Piranha Plant, which is just kind of zany. So yeah. I'm okay with that. And I, I like it. It's only $25. And yeah. uh, you get all the stages and everything else. Now, I said I was going to hold it for a minute. I would be okay for Travis having a Mii Fighter costume. But what I really, really want is a No More Hero stage. And I'm still okay with it just being a Mii Fighter costume. But one thing that I would like to see Smash, if they're going to keep, like... They're going to keep updating Smash and keep getting additions to Smash for the next two years. I would like to see the return of standalone stages for purchase. Yeah, I I agree. Because I think think you can do a lot. I don't know how much it takes for them to make a stage, but I feel like stages would be a lot easier. They have a stage builder. I mean, I don't want to. Can't be that damn hard. Elements. (laughs) It it can't be. Well, scene transitions, stuff like that. Sure, but I mean, versus balancing the entire game for a character. Right. I mean, I think they could make they could sell a stage for a dollar twenty five or dollar fifty or something. That's another way to endear yourself, marketing wise, without fandoms. Because mm-hmm. think about it, like you could do a shovel knight costume, but a shovel knight stage yeah. would be awesome. Yeah, you know, like those are the types of things I'm thinking about. You know, um, an Ori in the blind forest stage, a Minecraft stage without Steve, but a Minecraft theme stage with maybe like you get a pickaxe. I know nobody's going to hear it. I think Kevin might. I know nobody wants to hear it. A Fortnite stage in Smash would sell a lot of copies of Smash. Yeah, to children. But that's that's the name of the game, right? That's the that's the make that's the bread and butter here. That's what you're trying to do. That's the goal. So I think things like that. Um, I would like to see that happen. On Wii U, we got a lot of stage packs. Now I know yeah. that they're all included in this one. I get it. But I would like to see stages in addition to just the characters. I agree. Um, just a reminder, the fighters pass $25, or you can buy them individually at $6 each. So for those of you that feel let down or you're just not into these characters, you don't have to buy them all. So you don't no. have to be overwhelmed with the fighters pass for it to matter. You could just go buy the character that you want. Yep. But I did want to make a final point on Smash. I have two final points that I want to talk about Smash. Um we had a lot of conversation just this week in our Discord about whether uh, they, a lot of folks didn't like all the characters. They didn't want all the characters. Like, we had a lot of talk about that in terms of, I don't like all these characters. They don't, they're not all for me. I, I only like Banjo. I, I don't care about Joker, that type of stuff. Yeah. I wanted to say this, but I wanted to save it for the podcast. So this is one of my save it for the pods. Am I alone and the only person that is excited? Because I, I don't play Smash routinely. I might boot it up once every other month, maybe. Now, I've probably put 50 hours into Smash. That's a lot for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm the only person that's excited about collecting this gigantic collection of game. I love the fact that this game has 80 plus characters and I have them all. Like, I kind of oh, yeah, I mean, I don't want to have the other, I don't want to not have the characters. Yeah, I'm the same way. I like collecting things too. So I feel 
if you don't have all of them, you're missing out. And it's not um, just not collecting them. It's, it's not like a like a Pokemon thing. That's not Maybe that was a bad term. This game is so big, and it's so much more than what other fighting games are. It is ultimate. It's the ultimate thing. Right, right. Like, this is the version of the game that I want to have and keep forever. Because I don't know where they're going to go in the future or anything like that. Like, I feel like yeah. we're on rarefied air. You know, so, like, if they want to keep making fighters, I want to keep buying them. Um, because well, this is insane. I, I, will, I will still buy them. Right, yeah, like, there's 80 people but, to choose from. <laughs> but I don't I don't see them ever making another Smash game. They're just going to port this at any point in time when there's a new console. I hope you're right, but I don't know and that you're right. keep making characters. I hope you're right, but I don't know that you're right. So... <laughs> It'd be stupid not to. I'm going to complete it, at least on this console, and then we'll see where we go. Because this is this is starting to get in a range where, let's say the next Smash comes out and it's like Smash Classic and it has 12 characters. Like, I will indoctrinate, like, this copy of Smash forever. I'll just keep it, like, keep it safe. I'd yeah. be like, nothing ever happens to this Switch in my Smash cart. I'll back up the save, you know, because, like, I'll never want to get, well, I'll never want it to get lost because, yeah. like, we've never experienced anything like that. So there's a big part of me that really, really loves just kind of like how grand this is all getting. And I say that as a casual Smash player at best. Casual yeah, Smash player. you were definitely not anything. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So the last thing that I want to talk about was the Amiibo or the lack thereof talking about Amiibo. At least announcement. I think they'll come. I think it's just a matter of they're probably going to throw all five of them together in a wave I mean, this means that we're going to get a Byleth Amiibo. I would hope so. But it's going to be like 2024 (laughs) or something like that. I'm still going to buy them. My Richter and my Dark Samus are coming tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. I hope so. Cool. So um, that breaks down the Smash stuff. So if you weren't into it, sorry we talked so long about it. But uh, that wasn't the only news that came out. Actually, I'm way more excited about this news. Fire Emblem Three Houses DLC was announced... The Cindered Shadows arrives February 13th. Now, I love this in the trailer. That was 12th. Oh, maybe it is. Absolutely hilarious. (laughs) She said, super shady people of the abyss. Oh, Hilda. The secret shadow of Garrig Mach. Now, um, I realize that this is not a crazy storyline for a Fire Emblem game. No. But how dumb is it that you had this entire thing where you broke this cathedral and dragons and everything, and there were all this time there were just these people in the basement that nobody knew? I think you can only ax you can only discover it in before all of that yeah. happened. Yeah, it's, I mean that makes sense. Pre time skip thing. Um, I'm excited. You get four new characters and four everybody's new characters. already fawning over the supposed leader that's got the cloak. Yuri is a guy. Looks very much like a girl. Purple hair. I thought it was a girl. eyeshadow. Yeah. Yuri is a guy. Balthus is also a guy. And he's like the big. Tank. Yeah. Like Hugh Jackman type character. And then Happy is the uh, Leone darker skinned girl. And Constance is probably going to be my favorite. She's the uh, crazy mage on the Pegasus. That was the one I took too as well. And uh, yeah, so this fourth house, fourth playable house, the Ashen Wolves, where um, they have, they are leaderless. They have no teacher. And uh, they are, as they said, super shady people that live (laughs) below the stairs. And uh, you got to go and kind of grab them and pull them together. It's like, can you imagine, do they just like sit in the corner and burn stuff? I know that's what I'm thinking. I know it's a complete side story and all that. So this is probably 
you know, misinformational at best. Is there any way that they do any sort of in-game change, alteration, cut story, cut scene, something? I'm sure they can do cut scenes, uh, but... Because like, I don't know. Because you're going to go back in time to recruit these people in, but if you go forward in time, like, can you bring them with you? Does Do they get a cut scene? Do I they get something? I don't think you something? go back in time. I think if you're past that point in the game, you're out of luck. Mm. I think you have to have a save file. I don't think they can do that because it's, it's a side story. Or, I think it's meant for people that have played it after the game has ended. Maybe. I just thought it was I like, know. I just thought like the time setting would be different. So I was thinking something like, like a, like a, like a prequel or like a right before the thing happens. We but then if you beat it and you go back to your main file, like the characters come with you, like you can bring them in or something. That's kind of where I was going. I don't think that's going to be the I case. I have no idea. I think I it's no going to be a completely side separate standalone thing. But okay. I, I was thinking off the top of my head. I was thinking if I was thinking you literally just go and it's a basement pretty much to the cathedral now, or it's a basement to the monastery. Gotcha. So I just, I don't, I don't know. We'll see. We got like a two minute trailer. It wasn't much, but like, I liked what I saw. I get four new kids and, uh, got to recruit them all. Sorry, I just had to block a user in our chat, so I wasn't. I was kind of barely paying oh, attention. Oh, I don't even have chat up. So. All right. Um, so moving on, that's really really cool. I think it's really uh, the coolest thing about February, right? So it's coming mm-hmm. fast. It's coming soon, yep. much faster than I was Wait. expecting. I was expecting to be after uh, Animal Crossing, to be honest with you. Yeah. So I think that's it's really really before cool. Before April, so maybe they said that's the fourth true. big thing was before April. So um, the Bioshock Collection, Saints Row Four, Metro Redux, and Mass Effect Trilogy could all be coming to Nintendo Switch. Uh, Metro's confirmed today. Actually, we've been tracking the story for a little while. We've known it's coming. <clears throat> Interesting. It's coming separately. Metro Twenty Three Redux uh, and Metro Last Light Redux are twenty five dollars each. All include all the DLC and the definitive version of the game. They're on the eShop now. And uh, you can go get those, and they come out, I think, next week. I'm, I didn't write the date down, I remember. I'm sorry. I don't like Metro that much. <laughs> As Kevin and I said, like, we're not super fans, so I didn't no. spend too much time on it. Interesting. The Taiwanese Games Rating Board has listed Bioshock the Collection for Nintendo Switch. This is something I would get <laughs> mostly because I loved Infinite. I know I don't know if this is one, two, and infinite. That would be what it is. It would be the okay. entire collection. That's what it is on other consoles. So on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, we have Bioshock the Collection. It's all three. Man, I love Bioshock. And the DLC. Great game. Ooh. And people love the DLC for two. It's better than the game. Uh, I beat the first one. I stopped on the second one. I beat Infinite. I all right. I would be interested in Bioshock the Collection only because I'm re- you know I'm starting to replay some of these 360 ports and whatnot, and I really like them on the go on the Switch Lite. I think it's really really cool. It's not the latest greatest in gaming, but it's really cool to have that kind of in the palm of your hands. Yeah. That said, I already own Bioshock the Collection. I am not spending sixty dollars Bioshock the Collection. I don't blame you. Black but Friday stocking like stuffer or something? Sure. For people like me who <clears throat> haven't played Bioshock except on PC, heck yeah, I'll buy it. But you'd have to expect that it's going to be like Bioshock 1 on the cart, download 2, download 3. You know, it's going to be one of those deals. I'd be upset about that. But yeah, I, I want to get Brian into Bioshock. I don't know if he's played any of the games. He knows a little bit about Infinite, but man, the story in Infinite is so amazing. Infinite's great. Okay. And just playing that game on the go would be really cool. Yep. French retailer Cultura has listed a Switch version for Saints Row 4 re-elected 
on Switch, and they have a date on their on their site. It's March 27th, 2020. So as we look forward for this Direct that everybody's kind of waiting on, these are games that you might see pop up. Not Metro, but Bioshock for sure would be a big hit. I mean, that, that's mm-hmm. a big announcement. Um, first time ever on a Nintendo platform, for that matter. And um, there are a lot of uh, rumors about Mass Effect trilogy and remakes and stuff like that, too. So that's starting to get bantered around a little bit. I wouldn't be right. as excited for that one, but I know a lot of people were. Like, that's hashtag hero game. Yeah. Big RPG, space epic, that type of stuff. I don't like space games, though. So I typically don't either. Um, and when we mentioned earlier, speaking of the Smash thing, I can't get away from it. Um, he did say, uh, one of the folks that wrote in Astral Chain, I would be down for Astral Chain, Echo Fighters, and Smash. That would be great. Yeah. I just wanted to touch back on that yeah. one. Devil May Cry 3 Special Edition is dated for February 20th, and it's $20. If you buy Devil May Cry 3, you will get discounts on 1 and 2. So I wrote it down backwards because it was been updated throughout the day by Wario. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> this is really cool. So it's the special edition. You get to play as Virgil, all the things that came out in the old one. It's still like it doesn't, you know, it's not an HD remake. It doesn't look amazing. It looks decent. Um, but they are updating it. It's a completely new thing. Mm-hmm. They're putting in, you letting you switch your style on the fly. So this is something like newer Devil May Cry games can do. You can do this in right. Devil May Cry 5. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you can switch from Swordmaster to Gunslinger and everything. They're putting that back in the old game and re-releasing it, which cool. I think is super cool. So I am yeah. buying Devil May Cry 3 um, just because I think it's cool. It's $20. You get new stuff. So I'm, yeah. I'm for it. I think it's awesome. Uh, we were going to have um, Devin talk about the fake switch at CES, but he didn't show yeah. up. So we're not going to talk about it. I just wanted yeah. to say the reason we haven't addressed it on the show for the last couple weeks because I wanted to have Devin come talk about it because he's actually put hands on it and played it. Sure. I think it looks cool. To tell about it. I thought it looked cool the day I saw it. I was like, this looks awesome. I'm actually the one that told him to go play it. I was like, this looks mm-hmm. dope. Um, it also looks real expensive based off what I know oh, is in sure. the thing. Yeah. It's nowhere near anywhere? like, it's nowhere yeah. near switch uh, pr- levels of pricing. No. But, and the kind of the, the, the shack twist I was going to put on it might, you know, lend you to believe like what could a switch be in five mm-hmm. or six or seven years, like something like that. It could be. Yeah. All right. Now we're down to our questions. Sorry. I'm trying to catch us up. We're starting to run late. <sighs> Aaron wants to know. So we had a Pokemon Direct and a Smash Direct, and I'd like to include there the Nindies Direct that we had a few weeks ago, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the past two weeks, would you prefer that we get more frequent directs based around one game or a bigger traditional direct full of more games but less time? The latter. I like knowing more about what's going on in a global aspect, but I do like seeing, you know, the nitty gritty about a bunch of games, but I don't have to see every single thing that a game has to offer. Like, I don't need a 30 minute direct talking about everything that Byleth does and all these counters. I like it and I appreciate Sakurai giving us all of this insight, but I don't know. I just, I feel like the more standard E3 directs where there's everything all on the table at once is the better one. No, I'm with you. I like the the hype machine. I want to see the faster, quicker reveals. I'll f- learn about all the other stuff later. Um, but I mean, I think the answer is both. I know that's like riding the fence, but the answer is both. Like mm-hmm. the Pokemon stuff, I can live without. Like the Pokemon stuff was too long. Like I would have preferred that it would have been quicker in the direct-like format. But like a Smash character, even though I didn't pay attention to all the moves and everything, I understand why people would want to. Sure. sure. So I, I, I wouldn't have minded if we had a direct that announced mystery dungeon dlc expansions and then we had a youtube video that followed up later that yeah. had more detail 
And same thing for the yeah. Smash character. Now, it will be interesting because we've had the Indie Direct. We had the Pokemon Direct. We had the Smash Direct. So none of that should be included in what we're expecting in a spring-type Direct. And right. I don't know if it's coming this month or it's coming next month. But you know one's coming, and it's going to come before Animal Crossing. So they've got a bunch of games they're going to put in there, and it's not going to be Smash, and it's not going to be Pokemon. And that's exciting. Or is it? Because it could be Panzer Dragoon and Dark Crystal, whatnot. Like, it could be that stuff, too. Yeah, we're not talking about that. <laughs> um, Wasted space <clears throat> in the new three direct. I'm sorry. This this question we haven't addressed for weeks now. Um, I actually want to do this right around the turn of the year, but we've just had so much to talk about. We haven't got to it. Crystal asked us, again, weeks ago, what do you think the next decade of video games will look like? Everything's going to be digital and I'm going to hate it. I'm sorry, guys, but like, ugh. <laughs> I like my collection. I like looking at all these things. I like I grabbing, think as long as there's a market out there of you, sure. if the limited somebody will make it. Still around, yes. Uh, SRG, LRG, they're doing great things. The question <laughs> but, is if the consoles go away or they take out the disk drives. There's no point to even have them, is there? Right. So like that, yeah, that's the thing is if the consoles make, if the console makers take it out of your hands mm-hmm. and like they don't allow it anymore, then the question becomes like, would you still buy a disk if you couldn't run it? Yeah. I still think there's some know. people out there that would. Sure, but at the same time, there's no point. Really I like I like just being able to pop a cartridge into something. There's something that I still love about that. I was interested to have Dev on the show to answer this question with us. I think the next decade of video games will, um, I think the adoption of streaming will come around. I expect Nintendo to get on that bandwagon. Um, I've said this for a long time. I think once the streaming part of it gets fixed, Mm-hmm. I think of all the companies, the streaming option makes more sense for Nintendo. I could absolutely see a Nintendo app on your TVs yeah. and phones that just has all the virtual console in it. And, and and they sell you a little Bluetooth controller like that makes a lot of Nintendo sense. Yeah. Um, and it gets them out of the piracy thing and the copying thing and the selling you multiple things. They just sell a subscription for all the companies that can do that. I think it makes them the most sense because I and the reason I say that isn't just because of their old catalog. It's actually because I think they can do both. I think they can sell you a subscription service like Nintendo Switch Online to an app that streams and sell you a tablet for the latest and greatest Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I agree. I think they can do both. I don't think the other can. Like, I don't know how many people, like with PlayStation Now and xCloud, I think there are people that will like those services and will use them. I don't know how many people are going to buy those and buy consoles and do both. I think that's the thing. I think the people that have consoles might use PlayStation now because they got a console. You know? I don't know. I'm just hoping that when it all goes digital slash streaming, I'm going to be a mom busy with too, thing, too many things to game. I'm just going to adopt mom life. That might be it's the case. You can still game as a mom. You can still be the be cool mom. I know, but I'm not going to be collecting sure. everything. Well, so. your collection at the... So here's the thing, ultimately, for your collectors. The moment your collection stopped growing is the moment that they exponentially increase in value. Yeah. Because the moment they stop, that's when all that stuff... You think Everybody. it's competitive now? Oh, that's when that stuff me. dries up like that's then. Why, that's why I'm trying to get everything as soon as I possibly that's can. That's smart. I mean, the faster you get in, it'll, it'll only go up. 
Devil's Third for the Wii U, by the way. You don't want to know what I paid for that. But it's I did. Sitting on my Wii U hard drive. You yeah, should play I know. it. It's an I'm interesting about, game. It's an rated M for mature. It's game weird. It's so about. weird. Uh, but yeah, I will I will probably I don't know if I'm actually gonna play it because this is new fun. sealed. It's, it's sealed, fun. dude. And if I open that plastic wrap, it's gonna Normally I don't buy the sealed ones, but there's nothing else being sold. I've thought about opening up some of my faceplates. I'll murder you. I actually was thinking that the other day. I was looking at them. I was like, just open them and put them on the 3D. <laughs> um, I'll murder you. I think I'm going to. I think I'm going to open them. No! I'm going to. They're just killing me sitting there because it's like, why did I buy these? They're just in the drawer. See, I hate that. They're just in the drawer. I want to. Put them on display. But they're not, not in the, the box. Put them on display where you can just, you know, like. Put them on the wall in a shadow box, like you're talking about the other thing. Put but I, but if I wanted to put them in a shadow box, then I want to take them out of the package at least. No. Oh, see, this is where we're, we're just going to disagree a lot because they would look better out of the pack. Because then I could have them all like in sets in a shadow box. That would look really, really cool. Not in the wrapping. That's dumb. The That's wrapping. not as cool. Nah, right. I'm going to take them out of the wrapper. I think, yeah, I'm going to take them out of the wrapper. I'm convinced they're coming out. I'm going to take pictures of me like ripping the plastic. I'm not going to look at them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll disappear. So yeah, Crystal, I think that's going to happen, um, like digital, because it's just it's less overhead. Now it won't happen until there's enough people to like warrant the push. So, but I mean, I think mid cycle next gen, five years from now, yeah, you know, like the digital year over year is huge. It's yeah. you know two hundred percent over last year, and it's just going to keep growing. So agreed. Just like PC, it's going to go that way. That's another way of like the Nintendo app, like them launch a client, you put on your TV, you put on your PC. Yeah. Just going to, oh, because ev- then everybody's going to buy it, right? Everybody will subscribe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Jamie asks a really good question. Another one that I was hoping to have Devin and Jason with is, how do you guys handle your backlog? He writes, every year I look back at a stack of games I haven't finished, and sometimes I haven't even played, and I wonder if I'll ever catch up if I just stop paying for video games. I'm never catching up at this point, ever. I bought... I bought seven, seven, six Pokemon DS titles this past week just for the collection. Uh, never two, play them. Two of them, which I haven't played, and I'll never play them. And you won't, yeah. No. Um, I got too many things this gen to play, let alone go back six, seven generations. I'm with you there. So I'm bad with the backlog only in the sense that I always buy stuff. I never stop buying anything just to yeah. just because I'm playing something. If anything, I'll sell things to make room to play other things. Um, but at the same time, I don't have, uh, at this point, I'm going to term it gamer guilt. Like, I don't suffer from this condition that people do. I don't care if I don't finish a game. If I'm done with a game, I'm done with a game. See, I would like to finish a game. Now, that's kind of my problem. I won't. Okay, Brian says that Brian's really good at it. Brian has to play through it completely consecutively, whereas I'll dabble in between a few games and be playing them all to completion. He gives me so much crap because he's like, why don't you just finish the first game and then move to the second game? But no, I can't do that. But I feel bad if I don't finish a game, which is why I don't understand how you don't finish. A I think a lot of gamers feel that way with you. Yeah. A lot of gamers feel that. And like, they're like, I haven't finished yet. And it's like, it doesn't. So here's the thing is I, I think once games like started to routinely go over the 30 hour mark, then I don't think that's on you anymore. That's on them. Like you can't yeah. just blindly devote endless amounts of your time because they decided to make games longer. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're done with it, then, I mean, I would argue it's better for your health. If you're just done, 
you're done. That doesn't mean you have to get rid of it. You put no. it in a drawer, maybe you'll pick it out years from now. I replay stuff all the time. But when I reach a point where I am that's, done that's with a game. I don't I, replay things a lot. It's, and I, So that's the difference is I replay stuff all the time. Yeah. I'm constantly replaying things that I love. So yeah. that's the thing is I, I and that's kind of the point is I'll play something. If I love it, I'll finish it. If I like it, I'll probably finish it unless it starts getting if I start feeling bored or tired. Sure. And that's where a lot of um, games that switch it up, I think games that change what they're doing a lot in game. Yep. I think those appeal to me more than games that are more like samey because it's like, well, I've done this for 15 hours. Yeah. Do I want to do it for another 15 hours? It's like I get it. Like yes. I kind of get it and I got it now. Like I'm good. Um, so, but I will replay stuff. Like I'm replaying all of life is strange. Now I started it this past weekend. I'm going to go through the entire thing all over again. And the, the only titles that I really replay are Zelda's and Mario's. I replay a Zelda game every year. <laughs> every so, year I play a Zelda game. I don't, I don't know what for it sure. is. For sure. I've been replaying call, Odyssey for a couple weeks now. I don't know if you can call replaying an Animal Crossing game the same. Sure. Because you're just you're diving back into a save file that you've already had. So some I don't people know if that's restart it. Well, that's just it. I would die if I restarted. I've my seen a lot of people out. like there are a lot of people leading up to New Horizons. They're like, I'm just gonna start over New Leaf and get ready, and no. they're just canceling out and doing it again. Nope, I have a perfect cat village of nine cats. I I can't wait to see you and Kevin get so excited for Animal Crossing. I'm just going to disappear. Like, well, that's I not good because we're going to have questions anymore. and stuff. No, like you've got to be here. The show has to go on. People care. Get, People want to hear what you have my, to say. My cutoff is an hour, one hour a week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I got to get back to it. Brian's going to be so mad because I'm going to be playing it. Like he doesn't like anything going on in the bedroom while he's trying to sleep. So if I've even got the light on and I'm reading a book, he's like, can you turn that off? So yeah, I'm kind of the same way. <laughs> Me playing a switch go to in a different bed room. until like 12 p.m. So yeah, I'm not gonna come into the, <laughs> not gonna come into the bedroom until probably like <laughs> one in the morning when everything dies down. Of course, then in New Leaf they made characters and, and villagers that would like be up at 2 a.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, got, if you were bored or something, so the possibilities are endless. I may never sleep again. Who knows? I'm really excited. I know. I know how, how excited you guys are. I'm real excited to see it. Maybe I'll lose weight because I forget to eat. You just yeah, keep playing. That'd I mean, be that's, great. Well, that's one way to do it. That'd be great. <laughs> it's not a healthy way. Your doctor would advise it, but it's that's one way to do it. Whatever, dude. All right, that's going to do it for this uh, this week on the Nintendo Shack. Thanks for dropping by. Thank you for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Um, Caroline and myself. We'll talk about the games we've been playing. I've been playing all kinds of stuff. We'll talk about Ring Fit Adventure. I know we're both playing that, so we we'll talk about that Sprain next week. Muscles. Sprain and muscles. Ooh. I sprained my leg. I haven't been able to do it the past couple of days because jogging is rough. Talking rough. Save it for the pod. Yep. We'll see you next week. Good night, Cooper.